right, hello and welcome to Travel Radio. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I have to apologize for having a little bit of a funny voice today. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather again, but that's okay because I have a ray of sunshine from Florida with me. Please welcome Tammy Weiler to the program. Welcome, Tammy. Thanks, Megan. Hello, everybody. Tammy, would you take a minute to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Tammy Weiler. I'm the president and CEO of Singles Travel International. And yes, we are headquartered in sunny Florida. Mm -hmm. We are uh, celebrating 25 years of creating life-changing experiences and unique opportunities for single baby boomer travelers Mm. to meet the world together. Okay, so that's great. The title of today's episode is Single Travelers Resolve to Travel More in 2019, but I'm going to make sure that it says Single Baby Boomer Travelers. So when you say baby boomers, who is your, who is your client? We are really specializing in singles who are in their upper 40s, 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a lot of 70s these days, active vibrant, alive, and ready to see the world and check out their bucket list 70s. Okay. So how did this come about, this idea of singles travel, and especially for this age bracket? It, you know, it was the same age almost since the beginning. And as I said earlier, we're celebrating our 25th year. Mm-hmm. I was living in New York. I was um, in the travel industry. I'm an ex-Pan Am flight attendant. Uh, also worked for a couple of other airlines and uh, moved back to Chicago, my homeland. And somebody introduced me to uh, a single dining group in the Chicago area. Oh, that's neat. I started doing, um, yeah, and they were looking for somebody to do travel. So I did a trip to New York, and then I did this elaborate European vacation. Mm. And after the first year, I realized that there were a lot of singles in that age range at that time, still 40s, 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. who uh, wanted to travel, but they just needed an extra push. Yeah. And so I started to brand the vacations under the Singles Travel International name and put up my first website in 1995. So that's when we, we kicked the whole thing off. Hey, you are an early adopter of the internet. That's pretty cool because I tell you, um, I was living in Oklahoma and there were some guys who said, you know, they came out with that interwebs thing in 1990 something and it's going to be a phase, but you, uh, you picked up on it. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, similar story. We, we had a, we, the fax machine, um, at my mom actually started our travel agency in 1980 mm. and mm. one of the uh, Royal Caribbean sent everybody a fax machine so that they could send oh. confirmations to us. And she's like, what's this? Oh, you know, what, how, how, how do we use this? This won't last long. And of course we know that it, that it still exists today, but it's not our primary mm. form of communication. But yeah, I, 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 I was around in the baud, uh, 540 baud rate days of mm. dial up. <laughs> Man, that's good though. For internet. That's good. Yeah, um, the experience pays off. Yeah. So, okay. So what are challenges that you think, well, that you know, single travelers experience and how are you making travel easier for them? What do you offer the single traveler? Yeah, super important. Uh, 
as single people, even when we have a circle of friends, we tend to do life by ourselves. We live alone. We dine alone. Mm -hmm. And I always ask, why take a vacation and be alone? Mm -hmm. Well, at Singles Travel International, all of our departures are exclusively single. Mm -hmm. We create our, our own environment, right? We create our own weather. And it's a safe and comfortable way to meet new people and make new friends in your age range mm -hmm. who love to travel. And on another note, mm -hmm. I just want to ask your listeners a question. You know, how, how do you feel when you're ready to take a vacation and you're super excited to go? You've decided on the destination. And when you're ready to book it, you have to pay more because you're single. Yeah, so and I don't know that a lot of people are familiar with this single supplement. Can you go into that a little bit? Sure, sure. So, you know, it's um, it, as simply put, it's the cost of a product, right? So there's a hotel room or a cabin and a cruise ship, and the hotel or the cruise line has a price that they'd like to get for that. So if you are two people, you split the price. Mm -hmm. If you're one person, you're still obligated to pay that full price. Mm -hmm. Well, at Singles Travel International, if you book with uh, with us, first of all, what my my personal mission as the leader of the organization is to negotiate better prices for singles, and mm -hmm. that's been on the radar because I'm doing radio shows for a long time, just mm -hmm. like yours. And the number one question is, why do I have to pay more? I'm single. I shouldn't have to. It's not fair. Yep. So we're, we're making headway. It's taken 20-some years, but we're starting to make headway. And about 40% of our trips right now um, are priced such that singles don't pay a lot more. And uh, we also then and have always had a, a roommate matching program. Okay, so yeah. as long as you book a vacation with us um, about, you know, before the final payment is due then we guarantee to find a roommate for you and you don't pay any extra. So we've got that covered on two, on two levels. Yeah. So what is the, I got to ask, what's the matchmaking process like? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, gosh, you know, it's better than rumors. <laughs> and I say that way because there are stories of people that didn't have a great roommate and those stories pervade. It's been our experience that less than 1% of the matches are actually a problem. Hmm. Most people uh, do get along very well. And then, um, you know, you talked about websites and um, evolving. And so one of the uh, evolutions and outcomes of the roommate matching and people wanting to meet who was on their vacation before they go is some technology that we have in place today where everybody who becomes a member at Singles Travel International, and, and by the way, membership is free, nice. gets a profile. Okay. So they create a profile, and uh, with that profile, they're able to see the profiles of every single person who's on the trip that they're about to embark mm -hmm. and they're able to send messages to each other so mm. that that roommate matching process becomes part of the get ready process for your vacation. So if you and I were roommates, for example, mm -hmm. I'd be able to message you, see your profile first, message you, talk, you know, get over the big concerns. 
which for singles or for anybody traveling, the couple of top priorities are snoring. Yep. um, You know, neat versus not so neat. Yep. Um, Another one that people don't think about is the perfume and the cologne. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes that has to be such small, small uh, things to overcome, quite honestly. But when you talk about it up front as adults and you overcome those, those um, personal habits uh, and make some agreements on those, it just makes for a much more pleasant vacation. And then you save, you could save thousands of dollars on our Antarctica cruise, for example. Um, you know, it could be up to seven, $8,000 extra to have your own cabin. Wow. So we do the match uh, and, and, uh, and save you all that money. Great. Yeah, so the initial match, you're going to help with that. And then after that, there's like the chat, not the chat room, but your, the page where everyone has a profile where they can build a relationship with their travel partner. So you're doing the initial matching. Is that correct? That's right. That's okay. right. And we do actually have a chat page. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a message board, right? Okay. So okay. once you do book the trip, so you're able to communicate with other singles on our website at will at okay. this time. Okay. So uh, we'll talk about that later. I think you have a question about that. But uh, at the same time, when you book a vacation, there is a private place on our website only for those who have booked the trip so they don't have to worry about their information being revealed and they're able to talk about the day that they leave and how they're getting there and is anybody else arriving at this time okay. like to share a taxi with you or are you know are you planning to come in early let's do this side trip so there's a lot of organizing that they're able to do in advance this is great on the cat or the yeah this is great this is a really good solution and i'm thinking about some friends of mine whose dad they just they really want him to travel mom has passed and they're just like, he wants to travel. He used to do that. He would love it again. But he has kind of some fears about meeting people and all that sort of thing. But he's on Facebook, so he can handle technology. This would be a good option. Okay, I'm going to remember this for her. Okay, so let's talk about um, once. how can single travelers find the trips that you're currently offering? It's really easy. It's all online at the website, www.singles.com travelintl.com, okay. which is an abbreviation for international. And we're also located at the full spelling of Singles Travel International. Both of those sites would get you to the same place. Okay, great. And we'll, of course, put that in the show notes. Um, what? Okay, once a person identifies a trip that they want to take, what does the booking process look like? Again, it's really easy. They're able to shop for the different destinations on the website. Uh, once they get there, there's no obligation to join. But when they're ready to make their reservation, they do uh, register. That's a requirement. But mm-hmm. with that comes the benefit of the profile and those features that I was talking about. Yeah. Texting and messaging and um, putting messages on the board, as well, all of our communication is automatically generated uh, via the website. So they get uh, kept up to date through their profile. Okay. So um, they would register, which is like any online website registration. 
when they complete the full profile, their extended profile, they're entitled to a discount on their first vacation. Oh, nice. They'll see that when they get to the website. Mm-hmm. And that's just really just asking some questions about where do you want to go next? Yeah. How do you like to travel? We want to make sure we communicate to you on your level. And then adding a photo, which helps make our site and the community uh, more vibrant. And then you'll actually know what your travel companions look like when you get on the trip. It makes the first day a lot less stressful. Yeah, absolutely. So after you've registered, you navigate to the trip that, uh, that is of interest. And at that time, you click the book now button and check out. Okay, and that's it. What if someone wants to call on the phone? Is that an option? Of course, that's no problem. And we do have a toll-free number that is pretty um, accessible from most places, um, even internationally. Okay. I mean, I don't have a full list of countries, but I know that from the UK, uh, it is uh, it is a valid number, and it's eight seven 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 six five. 6874. Megan is extension 708. She's uh, ready, ready and waiting for okay. your calls, awesome. questions, and to help you get started. Yeah. Awesome. So now I imagine that. So do you have repeat guests? Because where I'm going with this is that I imagine that if eventually you inadvertently play matchmaker. Does this happen? Like, is. Yeah. You, okay, it, go ahead. It, Oh yeah, yeah. So you so the first question was do we have repeat travelers? We absolutely do. And we do have uh, many marriages that have occurred uh at the uh at the experience of our members on on a vacation. Vacation is a great playground for people to meet and to really get a chance to see what somebody's like. It's you know more than a date. It's like a date for seven days or 10 days. Yeah, right. So you get more time to, to um, learn about the other person. And I think, you know, travel, when you're out of your element, certain personality traits reveal themselves. So I think it's a great place to understand more about a potential partner <laughs> than in their own environment. Right. You get the so, good and the bad. That's right. <laughs> that. That's right, right. It, it, it sometimes, you know, travel is the unexpected, so that creates stress for some, and that's a great way for you to understand what that potential partner might be like in a stressful situation. And you um, asked about uh, the repeat. This is this is the question that I think goes unanswered. Often, I'm asked about the successes and the matchmaking. But the beauty of what I've seen happen over the 20 years are the thousands and thousands of friendships that have formed. Yeah, that's great. Long-lasting and meaningful friendships that are created because people are in an environment that is um, created for them to meet, to nurture themselves, to grow, and then to find other people that are doing that in their same age range. Nice. So Who love to travel. Yeah, I imagine that the initial, the initial one to come on one of these trips is, is to not travel by yourself. But then, maybe, you also have the benefit of meeting someone for the rest of your life. So that's nice. 
Um, what about some itineraries? Can you talk about maybe some land-based and some, I know you do some cruising. Would you talk to us about maybe a couple itineraries that are happening coming up? Yes, I, I do have two that I thought if your listeners are in the UK market would be very interesting also for anywhere. Actually, we our membership right now is global. Mm-hmm. We have uh, 25,000 singles globally who are members of the singles travel community. Wow. I have one in particular that's coming up. Yeah, I know. It's super exciting. Um, whenever somebody comes for the first time from a country, we're all cheering. Hey, we got somebody from Panama or we've got somebody from Guatemala or we yeah. have a lady who lives Isle of Man. Oh, nice. So that's only only possible through technology, right? Right. That's cool. So, um, so um, in March, we've got a trip going to um, it's it's uh, it's a Norwegian coastal voyage Mm. that does a round trip from Bergen, a beautiful little town, and it's a Northern Lights and Arctic Circle cruise. Oh yeah. So that one is departing on March 24th, and we do have a lady who's looking for a roommate, which Mm. would be great if we can match her. Mm. Okay, And um, it's yeah, and you know what? They guarantee that you'll see the Northern Lights. If you don't see the Northern Lights, you get to come back again for free. Oh wow! Oh wow! How about that? Yeah, it's a good time of year, and I've heard that I've heard they're really bright right now too. So that's cool. Right. Right. Um, another than a land because we have we have a split. I uh, we do cruises and land vacations. I, I believe we're the only vacation company for singles that has such a diverse uh, base of vacations from cruises, land, weekend getaways, and adventure. Mm-hmm. So one of our um, adventures coming up is our Utah Grand Slam. Okay, that's going to cover actually more than a grand slam but it's got five uh well it does five parks okay. in the national park system in the u.s mm. and then another cool one is the and this is this is requested this is a fun part about a small company uh we talked a little bit earlier you and i mm-hmm. we're we're very um re, we, we are able to be reactive if our members are looking for a certain destination and because they're repeats they have a voice here at STI. So when we did a trip last summer, uh, we it was recommended that we do a rail trip in Europe. So we've oh, got nice. a Europe by rail and Glacier, Glacier Express from Paris to Budapest coming up this summer. That's going to be couple, neat. Couple places left there too. Yeah, that's oh. going to be a special trip. Is it sleeping on the train, or are you doing like legs and then staying at a hotel? Yes, it's uh, it there. It's not overnight, so they'll be staying in hotels and okay. doing the train travel during the day, which is the most scenic. Yeah, it's a good way to see the countryside. I like that option. Although I really do want to sleep on a train car sometime. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I guess maybe we watched White Christmas. Is that the one where where the girls sleep? Am I saying that right? Do you know this movie? I think so. I'm not sure about that one. I mean, the quintessential train ride is the Orient Express yeah. from uh, Paris to Venice. So that put that on your bucket list, okay. Megan. All right. Yes, yeah, someday, Sans children, we will do that. <laughs> so um, can you tell me about one of your favorite client success stories? Yeah, we, 
we have we have a lot of success stories. Um, I'm really proud to to say, um, looking at our Facebook pages, uh, there are so so here. Part of our mission is to create fearless and capable world travelers. Mm-hmm. So when I go on Facebook and I see our members, they traveled with us, but now they're going off and they've met new friends and they're creating their own vacation experiences. Awesome. To me, that's a huge success. Yes. Um, you know, some people would say, oh gosh, we should be booking their travel. And you know what? Like, we, we, it's okay. You know, I, I feel happy. This is, this is my why really to, to and encourage and empower singles to travel, especially in that age range. Again, when you're in your 20s and 30s and you're going out and you're meeting new people, this is regular for you. That's regular activity. Mm-hmm. But when you're in your upper 40s, 50s, 60s, it's not so, it doesn't come so easily, right? So yeah. to see somebody facing the fear, come out, do the trip, make some new friends, and they travel with us a couple of times, now they found a roommate to travel, and after yeah. two or three, four trips, they're ready to fly solo, and that for me is a huge success. Awesome. Um, there is one in particular, and uh, we just, in celebration of our 25th anniversary, uh, posted on our Facebook page. So okay. it's us. It's Facebook.com/slash/singles-travel-international. Okay. And there's a video of one of our members who um, really came out and blossomed and it's it's a great story and she does a really nice job and it's heartfelt and so if any of your listeners are interested I would just recommend that they um, pop over to the Facebook page and and listen to that testimonial. Well if I can embed it I will sometimes Facebook's funny but I will try to embed it in the show notes so everybody has an easy way to click to it. So let me ask you. Oh yeah of course. So what happens when someone um, is no longer single but wants to still have a travel professional? Do you have people that you can refer them out to? Yes, we would refer to other. We have a, a couple of travel companies that are more than happy to help us with the, those honeymoons and the, mm-hmm. the other planning for the rest of their lives. But we do keep the, the, um, the population at Singles Travel International is exclusively single. Yeah. We honor that. Okay. Yep. That's what I was just wondering. So, yeah. So have you, this is such a terrible question, actually. Have you ever discovered that one of your travelers is not single? And then have you given them the boot? Um, yes. Yes. Oh. We haven't done it during the course of the vacation, but we don't um, encourage them to return. And, and if we find, you know, if there's a call in and somebody, this happens sometimes, we'd like to take a vacation my girlfriend and I would like to come along, and then we we say no. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I hope you understand, but you know, to honor the expectations of the rest of the group, we wouldn't be allowed to take you along. But sometimes they don't. That that, that has happened where that has not been revealed, and we find out once they're on the trip. Mm. Um, but you know, it's it's okay if it if they're. Um, it just depends on the rest of the group. But most of the time. Uh, singles like to be with singles. Yeah. Now, on the show, we typically like to talk our favorite places to eat. Do you have a most memorable or favorite place to eat on one of your trips with with your group that you might be able to tell us about? 
Right. I I thought about this question, a favorite place to eat, and I'm a foodie, mm. really, really longtime foodie from, as I said earlier in the interview, I used to work for Pan Am, which is the first time I got to taste caviar oh. and foie gras in the first class service, which was fantastic. But uh, I I actually... I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with one single place. I have so many. I, uh, what about favorite type of so cuisine? My, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I love, no, that's okay. I love French. And um, one of the things that I wanted to kind of plug, if it's okay, is that um, yeah, we have, every year we have a, pre, a President's Club trip. Okay. Uh, last year we did Indonesia, which is where I travel along with the group. Mm-hmm. And this summer we're going to do Jazz Fest in oh, Montreal, nice. Nice. Canada. And so my favorite type of food is French. And one of the best dishes I was ever served was at a Michelin star restaurant in St. Bart's. Mm-hmm. I got there uh, for a, a day off of one of the cruise ships. So I would just say that's that's that was probably one of the most incredible dishes that, uh, that I was ever served. I do love to eat eat is a, eating is such an integral part of the travel experience for yes. me and for so many of our members yep and i think that if you can travel and score some kind of a home cooked meal yes that's the best yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah, it's good to hear you say French food because we get a lot of Italian food fans, um, and I feel like I also like French food, not all not all of it, but I do really appreciate some of it, and it's good to have someone who's finally said French food because I think we're on episode 73 now, and we've never had anyone say French food yet, so that's good. Wow. Well, I hope some French food purveyors are listening and want to send me a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I meet one, I'll, I'll say, hey, this is your girl. And then we'll see if we have a prize. Yeah. This is the part of the podcast that is slightly experimental, but if you would like to turn the conversation around and ask me a question, you are welcome to do so. And I will try my best to answer it. Okay. Right. So the question I have for you, Megan, mm. is I, I wonder if um, your listeners would be interested to know what inspires you to mm. do what you do to promote travel. Well, Interesting. So this is actually probably a longer conversation than we have time for. But um, so for this podcast, it came out of, well, I, I was a travel professional. I still I still do travel planning to an extent. My husband was U.S. Air Force and we moved a lot and planning events had always been in my background. But because of my husband's service life, we traveled a ton and people would just always said, you're traveling, you're traveling all the time. And then I would end up planning my friends and family's trips. And then actually someone tried to sell my dad a cruise planners franchise. And I was like, this is a scam. And I went to all of their webinars and everything like, oh, this is actually for real. And I began thinking I could do this. And so I started with, um, with Ticket to Travel, which is who I'm still with in San Jose, California. That's Anita Palioso's uh, travel agency. And um, it was really nice to be a part of helping people take advantage of their limited travel time and really investing and getting to be a part of their family memories because we don't, as you know, U.S. citizens, we typically don't get a lot of vacation time. And it was just really nice to do that. And then through my own travel 
starting to be able to see tourism as a force for good in the sense of economical development, um, bringing, uh, you know, resources into areas that didn't necessarily have that on their own and um, maybe doing environmental work in those areas also. So um, anyway, so that was really, that's how I got started in the whole thing. And then for the podcast now to share these ideas with other people is because when I would tell people about all the different things that were happening with the different agents in my agency, like, you know, a wine tasters, wine cruise, or a river cruise based on, you know, whiskey tasting, or singles travel, or um, Judy Yurza, who's on here, on here often, she does uh, religious travel, pilgrimages for Catholics. And so people kept saying, if I knew that that was out there, I would have taken one of those trips. And so I had this body of information out there and I thought it would be really interesting just to have these conversations. And I like to get to know people. I like to have these conversations. So now I just record them and put them out on travel radio. And um, and so far, the download rates are good. So it seems like other people also like them. So thank you, everyone. And thanks for asking that question. That's great, Megan. And, you know, I heard in your answer that people really just want to connect. They want to connect with each other. They want to connect with other cultures and other places in the world. Mm-hmm. And we really just, it, it is, a, it can be a very small world at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, that's exactly right. And I think that traveling to places helps you understand and a lot of the cultural fears, fears that we have are overcome once you travel and, and identify with, you know, the moms in that region, like, oh, they're moms and they want the best for their kids too. They want them to learn to read and write and be safe and healthy and rate, you know, medical care. And that kind of, you know, traveling kind of you know, opens people's eyes to the similarities that are between people rather than differences. So I like to be a part of that. And that's my final answer. I'm sticking with it. So there you go. That's beautiful. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Mm. That's so, that's such a great sentiment. Mm, Thanks for asking. Well, before we close it out, I want to give you the opportunity to ask or add anything in that we might not have covered, but that you would like people to know. Yeah, Megan, I mean, the title of today's uh, session was a single traveler's resolve to travel more in 2019. And my question to your audience is why wait any longer? Mm-hmm. Can you just imagine how your life will improve if you embrace new opportunities to travel and meet new people in 2019? Yeah, I agree. Let's do that. Uh, so everyone, please, if you're interested, please call Tammy Weiler for the baby boomer type generation, or if you're you have a parent that you know that might be interested, all the uh, information is going to be in the show notes and she is available to talk to you. And the other Megan that at her company is on the other side of that 800 number and ready to take your calls. And with that, Tammy, thanks for being on the program. I appreciate you taking the time to be with me today. Sure. Thanks, Megan. Happy New Year. Well, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying good night. Thank you.